Welcome back to the greatest book club in the multiverse. This is Geeksplain Book Club. I am Malcolm Russell Nelson, and today we are going to be talking about what we're usually talking about. We're always talking about Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley's What If. I mean, this is kind of the what if one. It's true. Uh, so usually, uh, as you know, fellow listener, and if it's your first time, hello. But as you know, fellow listener, uh, usually we are discussing uh, Invincible uh, from Ryan Otley and Corey Walker and Robert Kirkman and uh, FCO Placencia and yada yada, everybody. Image everybody. Garments, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we're usually talking about that. We're going volume by volume throughout the entire series. Uh, but this week we're doing something a little different. We're doing an interlude, as I like to call it. This is Geeksplain Book Club interlude. Uh, if this was a uh, if this was a Kingdom Hearts game, <laughs> this would be Booksplode. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, this Book would of Shadows Book Part this Volume would be, uh, Two, Version Three Point <laughs> Four. Yeah, this yeah, this would be a uh, 387 days over two weeks. Uh, this was <laughs> 0.7, uh, slightly and- above edition, you know, <laughs> just, just it's like an upgrade, it's like an ISO like upgrade, basically. Yeah, <laughs> uh, first off, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Malcolm Russell Nelson, uh, and you already heard him. This is the only person that I would trust to uh, go on a mission to go fight Thrag and come back. Uh, and be okay, Jacob Brown. Hello, everyone. Uh, you will notice that we are missing our fearless leader, Eric Azana, our main character, if you will. Uh, that is because he went off with Jacob to this mission uh, to go fight Thrag and uh, hasn't come back. He, he's gone. I, we think he, he might be gone forever. We don't know. We don't know. We, we've, uh, the last time we checked, is like he was checking out a cave yeah. system. And, uh, and, and he's uh, gone. Yeah, and he's gone. We haven't heard back from him since then. Um, um, it's been know, about five years now. You it's know? been about five years? Yeah, it's been about uh, five years. It's really a bummer. Yeah, it's you know? too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, hey. The show must go on, right? The show must go on, and yeah. we love you, buddy. Just yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so today I mentioned that we're doing a little bit of an interlude. Just, we're doing just to reiterate, he is not actually dead or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we should reiterate that for, yeah. like, the, for our <laughs> listeners here. <laughs> we're just like, what the? No, don't worry. You will be hearing Eric very soon, but uh, not not now. Yeah, well, next week or so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, you're dealing with us now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. the The crazies are taking over the asylum. That's what's oh, up. So today we're doing a little interlude. Instead of doing the next volume of Invincible, we're going to do a little bit of Invincible catch up, specifically with a couple of things that we've mentioned in previous episodes. Now, dear listener, many, many, many an episode ago. Uh, that would be episode. Well, I guess that'd be volume uh, seven, eight, eight, seven. Probably. I, I, yeah. It's that like... we started mentioning both of these things. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, is yeah. two stories that tie in with Invincible that we haven't covered. One of them. Well, actually, we're going to cover both today. One of them is Marvel Team Up number fourteen, 
which is the Invincible and Spider-Man team-up issue, mm-hmm. uh, published mm-hmm. by Marvel Comics, written by Robert Kirkman and drawn by Cory Walker. The other one is Science Dog, which was reprinted uh, backups from Invincible 25, 50, 75, and 100. Uh, really? but, it was like those. It was those issues. Yeah, I they it did it. Two. They did every twenty-five issues. They did a little bit of a backup. So each that's... of those issues is like half. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. 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 Wild, right? Yeah, that's um, really crazy. So, and that was uh, also by Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker. So yeah. you're gonna get a little Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, one, two, three punch today. Uh, so we're gonna be talking about those. Um, let's start with Marvel Team Up, shall we? Oh my goodness, it's so exciting. So so Marvel Team Up, and we teased this in uh I, I'm blanking on the episode right now, but it's the volume where uh Mark really goes up against Angstrom Levy for the first time. Yeah, Angstrom Levy throws him through a portal, he disappears. Uh Angstrom Levy is then threatening Debbie uh and attacking Debbie, and it's a whole thing. And then Mark comes flying through a portal with webbing on him and a couple octopus arms coming out of the portal. Right. And you're like, what? Did he team up with Spider-Man? That's crazy. Yeah. Yes, he did. Because at the same time that Robert Kirkman was writing Invincible, he was also still at Marvel, writing comics at Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was the writer on Marvel Team-Up. Him and Corey Walker were the creative team on Marvel Team-Up, uh, which Marvel Team-Up has this one-shot issue. is number 14 in Marvel Team-Up. Uh, Spider-Man meets Invincible. It's amazing that they got away with this. Uh, like, it's like Unbelievable thing. Like, where Robert Kirkman just asked, and yeah. they were like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah, it's like it's no, how, it's not off our nose, you know. Yeah, how like, different things are now. This was just like two thousand four or five. Uh, yeah, this this was, shit uh, would not happen now. No, absolutely, like no way in hell. Two thousand six. This was they January two thousand six. January two thousand six. That wasn't yeah. that long ago. No, it's fifteen yeah. years ago. Yeah, it would not be that way now. Mm-hmm. Like they, they do not play well together. <laughs> no, no, it's all it's all the legal issues and the copyrights yeah. and everything. And this, so this was, much legal. It's so lax now. <laughs> so uh let's start the issue so you start off the issue uh with a portal opening right in the middle of a spider-man and doc ock fight which is kind of awesome classic Uh, by the way yeah classic doc ock not even in like in his like um in his like you know like the the jumpsuit whatever yeah no this is this is is doc ock in his uh post movie look where he's got like a real doctor look and the octopus arms really look like octopus arms like they have like little nodes yeah, on, on the, the, on like the sides. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> which like is so weird. Really always, made him look like an octopus. Yeah, it's so weird. He even has the glasses from like the seventies glasses that he would yeah. wear. The goggles. Yeah, he's got the big old goggles. Yeah, that this is all evil. I guess like closer to like animated series look. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah, very much so. But without but I, the, like, he looks like a arms. surgeon. Surgeon with like mechanical arms. He looks like a surgeon. Yeah. yeah. He looks like uh he looks like Steve Martin's dentist in a uh, <laughs> little shop of horror. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> but please, with octopus arms. Please make Steve rad. Martin the voice of Doc Ock in this. Steve Martin would be a great voice of Doc Ock. He would be wonderful. <laughs> uh so Spider-Man's fighting Doc Ock. And then all of a sudden, boom, here comes Invincible flying out of a portal and tackles Doc Ock. And Spider-Man's like, oh, my God, it's perfect timing. Wow. What the hell was <laughs> <Yeah>. that? Uh, <laughs> and so uh, poor Mark is so, just like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't I hurt you. I didn't mean to. It's like, and again, this is, this is young Mark. Like, we need to yeah. remember, like, this is not Mark how we saw him last week when we were covering the book like this is still pretty young mark you know this is still like pre this is still learning spider-man-esque uh mark grace yeah yeah he's he's a young innocent boy right. uh 
And he's so worried about like having like killed a cop. Exactly. Because <laughs> he knows like this is like after all the like stuff with his dad and stuff. So he's just like, I think, I think I just killed this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finds out, like, oh no, Doc Ock's got like octopus arms. He's like, oh my god, so he does have powers. I was worried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you, and he doesn't know like what's going on with Spider-Man. So it's like, are you are you dangerous? Like, are you trying to kill him? Like, what, what's going on here? He mistakes him for no. I love that. I love yeah. that, that Spider Man thinks that Invincible is Nova because the costumes are not that dissimilar. Yeah, like, it's true. Yeah, kind of exactly. Awesome. The only thing uh, is, he just needs a helmet. That's all. Yeah, that's all exactly. Really <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, freaking Invincible takes care of Doc Ock like immediately. He just smashes him out. Uh, then the cops show be up. Dead. Who, who should be, be dead? Who should let's be, be dead? honest, because Doc real. Ock does not have powers. He's no, just a exactly. Guy. He's just a guy. So it was yeah, one of my favorite things. Dead. Yeah, it was one of my favorite things from like Superior Spider-Man, which just like it's just the reality is like Doc Ock cannot take a punch, especially no the fact that you know like no. Spider-Man has been just beating the shit out of him this entire time. Yeah, Spider-Man has been holding back on all these octogenarians that he's fighting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all these old ass <laughs> men he's fighting. Exactly. Uh, so oh. the cops show up and uh, Spider-Man's like, all right, you, you want to get out of here before they shoot at us? And Invincible goes for the armpit carry. Yeah, it's uh, the best. It's the which, best thing. Which Spider-Man hates. He's like, you, you don't have to armpit me, man. Like, <laughs> yes, it's, it's so great. Stranger, armpit me, stranger. You don't have to armpit me, stranger. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so, and so, okay, fun thing. So they're talking, they're, you know, getting to know each other a little bit, trying to figure out what's going on. Mark kind of breaks down. Cause he's like, I like, there's a lot going on right now. Like, yeah, this guy is threatening my mother. I got to get back, man. Like I got to get home. I don't want her to die. You know, and he kind of like breaks down. Uh, and which is great. Cause you know, like of all people to break down in front of it's, it's the, it's the most relatable character in the Marvel universe. It's, yeah. it's Spider-Man. So of course, yeah. So, of course, Spider-Man's going to take the time to just, like, listen and, like, try and help out in any way possible. Exactly. For him. The best thing about this, excuse me, you get, uh, on this page, you get a little footnote saying, for more on Angstrom Levy and Invincible's fight with him, be sure to check out Invincible number 33 on sale April 2006. So this came out months before. Oh, wow. Yeah, this came out Which is a wild thing. That's weird. I did not know that. So this is, like, spoiler. This is kind of a spoiler, yeah. It's kind of a spoiler. It's wild. Okay. So yeah, so he's talking to him, and you know, uh, honestly, they kind of just have a a heart to heart about like who they are and what their abilities are, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of cool. And it's it's a nice it's a nice comic book way of like refreshing, you know, people who are reading Marvel Team Up who don't read Invincible, telling them like, okay, who is Invincible? Like it's it's a pretty clever way to do that. Yeah, it really Um, is. He goes through the whole thing. Uh, he catches you up really quick, you know. He, yeah, like, catches you up pretty quick. Like even Spider-Man, like he's like telling the whole story, and then like uh, poor Spider-Man's just like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, like wow." Yeah, he's like, "Wow, that's that's a lot, man." Uh, so then you know, Spider-Man introduces himself. He's like, "Hey, like, listen, I believe you. My name's Spider-Man." And Mark's like, "It's good to meet." Wait a minute, Spider-Man. Really? That's your name? Isn't that a little lame? (laughs) (laughs) What'd you think? What's your name, hair boy? (laughs) Just making fun of 
you know, hair, like yeah. Mark, Mark's hair poking out of his own costume. I also, <laughs> it's kind of true because I always thought it was kind of weird with like the hair poking out and the ears poking it, out yeah, of his it's costume. It's those sock too. masks. Those yeah. sock masks are terrible. Like, <laughs> yes. They're so stupid. <laughs> I love oh, I love that like Spider Man like took offense to it like Mark's like, like I'm sorry like I really didn't mean like offense like <laughs> it's like okay it's just you know you have spider powers your name is Spider Man that's it's not very creative it's know? just lazy <laughs> it's lazy so uh, I mean am I wrong <laughs> yeah honestly pretty factual yeah. uh, so Spider Man says okay well listen uh you know doc ock isn't gonna have a lot of you know a hard time hiding i could definitely use your help to take him out like let's go check out avengers tower and mark says okay what's avengers tower so now for a marvel continuity catch-up this at this point in time spider-man is an avenger uh Mm -hmm. he is one of the new avengers this is Mm -hmm. after the avengers are disassembled and brian bendis takes over on avengers and creates the new avengers which the big idea of new avengers was let's get the biggest characters in the marvel universe on the avengers which is spider-man and wolverine let's put both of them on the avengers let's rebuild this avengers team let's cap and iron man are in the lead let's put in some weird characters like spider woman and luke cage let's go for it so this is this is also still spider-man who is married he has yes. not gone through uh, one more day or brand new day or anything like that yet. He's still married to Mary Jane Watson. They're living in Avengers Tower right now. This so. is this is in a time of where I just realized because I'm going through the issues and I'm looking at the uh, uh, advertisements. This is in a time where P- the PlayStation Two was still was still a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What what PS Two games are they advertising? They they're advertising Sly Cooper Three. Honor oh Among God. Thieves. Oh They're the the Incredibles Rise of the Underminer game. Yep. It, uh, yep. X-Men Legends 2, Rise Legends of two? Apoc- Apocalypse. Rise, Rise Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's where all Great this game. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what they they even have like this little like Spider-Man mini like handheld game thing that you can like play with. Like, you know, yeah. like those uh, Tamagotchi kind of toys, but but it's like all full handheld thing. Yeah. This is like this is some primitive times. <laughs> this is this is a very different time. So yeah, dear listener, remember that. Yeah. Uh that's the mindset here. <laughs> so they so they show up at Avengers Tower. Uh and Mark's like, okay, well, who are the Avengers and what do they need a tower for? Yeah. <laughs> so I like, who, who are the Avengers? Okay. Like, you really are from another dimension. <laughs> uh like the, the big guns here yeah right yeah and you then, should be impressed that was my favorite is, I love is you should is like, be impressed to meet him it's like oh I'll, I'll see what i can do okay <laughs> and i love the the first thing you get is aunt may aunt may because aunt may and mary jane are living in avengers tower because in the spider-man book their house was attacked and burned down and stuff was a whole thing right, right. uh but yeah, so Aunt May's there, and she says, "Peter, you're back, and you've brought a friend." And he's like, "Aunt May, don't call me Peter. Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. Come on, mom. Come on. She's <laughs> like, "It's okay. We're from another dimension. You can totally share your secret. It's like it's not like I'm gonna run into you again if we do." Love it, right? <laughs> uh, the so the best thing here, and so that that's when Mary Jane shows up. Mary Jane shows up and is like, hey, Peter, we still on for tonight, like movie night. And he's like, hey, sorry, MJ, like I'm in the middle of a thing. And she's like, OK, well, come on, May, like, let's 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 go. I got a couple of movies that you might like just in case. Uh, 
<laughs> it's always the protocol and MJ. and mark <laughs> also mj is looking very adam eve you know that's like, the that, thing yeah you can you and can mark totally... is into it yeah <laughs> mark's like whoa who is the old lady and that super hot redhead <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny because adam eve is totally just based off mary jane totally, like 100%. so much like I didn't realize uh, that until like this, like that cover where she's like wearing the pink top and the and the earrings that you're just like, God, she she's just literally Adam Eve. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah, it, <laughs> like it's it's one hundred percent who Cory Walker visually based her off. Yeah, like so much. So, that was that was and then Peter's response is like that's actually my aunt and my wife. Yeah, they live here. And Mark's like, "Oh, wow, you you really hit the jackpot, man." <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I've been told that before, <laughs> which is super cute. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, wait a minute, you're you're not surprised. Most people are surprised that I'm like with this. It's like, why would I be surprised? You're an athletic dude, and you're like, you got a great sense of humor and everything like that. It's like, what's so hard to believe? You're not like some skinny nerd with like glasses or anything. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so good. So I was so, like, I think you're my favorite superhero right now. And vulnerable. It's like it's it's in, it's invincible. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so if those aren't the Avengers, who are the Avengers? And he's like, oh, they're right behind you. And they turn around. And there's the new Avengers. Yeah. Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, the Century. The Century. <laughs> Spider-Woman and Luke Cage. Oh man. Oh, uh, I loved and, and this is where it gets a little dated. Yes. This is of, where it gets a little dated. This is where it gets a little dated because of the like Invincible's trying to figure out how to like okay, let me okay. So we have Spider-Man. So let me guess what you guys' names are. Okay, let me see. Okay. So we got Robot Man, we got Claw Man flag man fabio man like really <laughs> batwoman i was like oh gosh and uh black man <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh come on mark you could do better than this i was hoping he, i was hoping so he's gonna random. call luke cage like the gangster or something yeah, exactly. like that <laughs> and uh titan right yeah yeah titan. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> So uh, they just want to know who this random person is that's in Avengers Tower, you know, understandably. Uh, and Spider-Man is like, listen, we've, I was fighting Doc Ock. This guy showed up. He's from a different dimension. I want to get him home. But we also got to find Doc Ock because he punched him into, like, the harbor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, And I, I love the... I Again... This era of Avengers is really interesting because Captain America and Iron Man are the parents of the Avengers at this point, basically. Yeah. Like, and they have a very parent vibe. This uh, is pre. This is pre Civil War. This is pre Civil War. This is yeah. Okay. This is months before Civil War. Civil War is yeah. going to break out about five months after. Five months from this. So, um, okay. That's so this right. is before Iron Man has the Extremis suit. Yes. Uh, it's like right before that, so on and so forth. Um. So, you know, uh, Iron Man's helping out and he's like, oh, okay, I picked up something on the police band, something about a guy with metal spider arms. Uh, he's this way and like, okay, cool. Uh, and Captain America puts his hand on Spider-Man's shoulder. He's like, you want us to help out? We could take the Quinjet over there. Like, <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> Spider-Man's like, no, look, I got this. Like, don't worry about it. And it's Iron Man's like, rock, you know, it's like, it's not... <laughs> Yeah, it's not yeah. like some cosmic stuff or like, you know, exactly like not an Avengers level threat. Yeah. And Iron Man's like, he always says that. But when the 
but when's the last time he did something even remotely cosmic? I can't even remember. What is what, what is does Kank stuff count? Like <laughs> we were in space that time. Like what? Like we do basic stuff now. Like <laughs> it's just like I think he's. I think Spider Man's like definition of cosmic stuff is very loose. And then poor Luke Cage is like black man. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> So they, so they take off. Uh, they leave Avengers Tower. Which, Spider-Man by the way, what is, what is Spider-Man hanging on to? It's like PS1 Spider-Man webbing. There's, there's no, there's, it's, nope, it's, don't it's, ask. it's just nope. off into the, into nope. the sky and nope, everything. And, and Mark is like flying full on. And I'm just like, wait, what is the building that is as tall as Avengers? T- okay. All right. We're just, we're just accepting it. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't ask that. <laughs> don't ask that. That is uh that oh, yeah. is not what you want and this, to know. This little psych out where he's just like, okay, give me a minute. Where he's just like, uh, it's gonna take us a while to get to the harbor if we we probably should have taken the Quinjet after this. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, we can get there in about a second. It's like, oh yeah, well, how about you, you try to catch me on three? Try to catch me. Ah, and he just lets go. He doesn't even count, he just like and, and uh, Mark's just like Spider-Man. And he just uh, and, he, and he webs up like some little like harness for a him. He's harness. like, I got you. Yeah, it's so it's cute. Like, it's so cute. This it's web like a harness, doggy harness. Yeah, it know? really is. <laughs> and he's like, you can carry me by the harness. Like that way, you don't have to armpit me. I, I didn't make it for nothing. <laughs> and it's like, okay, point me in the direction of this army. It's like, okay, that way. There we go. Oh, so funny. Meanwhile, Doc Ock is. Wrecking havoc. Amok. Yeah. Wrecking havoc like, on the pier. He's wet. He's tired. He's not he's happy. Hurt. Yeah. He's like hurt. Whatever his, that his... whatever the landing was for him from being punched all the way. Oh, from, yeah. Like he got his from ass building. from that one punch. Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's done. <laughs> his glasses are lenses. broken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I, I love it. I he's love, missing uh, teeth. He's That's missing awful. teeth. Yeah. Oh, he got messed man. up bad. Yeah. Uh, so so you know he sees that spider-man invincible show up and he's like oh good both of you are here i wanted to kill i wanted to kill your new flying friend too and mark just tackles him it's like you yeah. want to kill me you don't even know me man <laughs> uh and spider-man's giving directions to the cops which is pretty cool i like that a lot i like that interaction there uh and then mark kind of just done with it he's like no i'm sick of this like enough of this he tackles him into the water and then tackles. you don't even see anything yeah and then, he, and then, and then doc just up. shoots back up yeah and I he's love like, it. Oh, that's the end he's like all right i did it and then mark uh disarms him mark pulls apart the arms oh yeah just rips them apart piece by piece yeah he just disconnects him from all of them he, he's, yeah all right. it makes it completely just not a threat which is kind this- of awesome he does like the Omni Man thing where you just like caca like karate chop like these the arms in half like yeah. half like he disconnects them. It was actually kind of cool. Yeah, like, simple as that. And he's just like this guy wasn't too bad. It's amazing. And Spider Man's like, geez, man, can you like stick around and help me find like more <laughs> of my villains? You know, like it's like it would be great before you're known before you go home. You know, just like, it would be great if you could help me find Electro and Sandman or something. I love that. And then Mark says, oh, I probably can't, man. Look, and there's a portal opening up right behind the cops. And he's like, all right, well, I guess that's it. Uh, and so, you know, they they say goodbyes. Uh, you know, Spider-Man says, it was nice meeting you. And Mark says, it was nice meeting you. And hey, your name is pretty catchy. I like it now that I've gotten used to it. You know, <laughs> Spider-Man's like, thanks. 
and so now we get the the reason of why there was webbing on Mark's back when he pops through the portal. Uh, Mark last second, like speed, you know, like Spider Man, and then yeah, and then Spider Man's like, "Hey, wait, maybe I should go with you. Like, I should help you out." And webs him on the back, and then starts getting pulled, and then the portal closes, and Spider Man drops. And, and then, like, oh, and then says, "All right, well, that was stupid. If that had worked, I would have been stranded in another dimension. What was I thinking? I'm going home to watch movies with my hot wife." <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Invincible, wherever you are. And the story continues in Invincible 33. Yeah. I love this. I love this. It's a this great issue. issue. This was something I did not expect. And when I found out about it, I immediately went on a search run for, for this issue. Uh, it is so much fun. Good Lord. Um, I do wish, like, I was like, oh, man, it would have been so great if, like, there was a way for him to, like, connect more with the... Uh, Marvel Universe, like who yeah, else would have like been a full that? story arc? If, yeah, be was, that would have been amazing. Like, how cool would have been? Like, he was actually stranded there for like weeks or something like that, yeah. and uh, trying like just uh, pretty much like a like a lot like when he gets stranded in that little um, um, deserted planet Earth that didn't uh, that had nobody, you know, and it was just all that sand and like debris and stuff later on. But uh, holy crap, man, what the what a weird, what a weird twist. What like, a weird twist. I love it. Yeah, it's like, great. It's like, yeah, you don't expect that and can't ever do that again. It's I, unfortunately, uh, I, I want to, I want to read through. So in the back on the letters page, there's a letter from Robert Kirkman and I want to read through some of that. Uh, uh, Robert Kirkman says, knowing that I'm just like you, the, the first paragraph is just like, how, Hey, I'm just like you guys. Uh, so he's like, knowing that I'm just like you, you can probably imagine how cool this issue of Marvel team up is for me. I mean, that's my guy up there with Spider-Man. Me and my good friend Corey Walker created that dude. And he just spent a whole issue of a comic making fun of Spider-Man's name. How cool is that? <laughs> you know, it came about almost entirely through luck. As a joke, one day I was talking to Tom Brevoort about future issues. I said, why don't we use Invincible for an issue? I know the creators of that guy. For some reason, Tom forwarded that on to Joe Casada, and he liked the idea. After some boring paperwork, we got the ball rolling on what must be the coolest thing to happen in my career yet. Yeah. Add to the fact that this issue reunites the original creative team for the Invincible regular series, and it just gets that much cooler. It's a real treat to see Corey Walker drawing old hairhead once again. <laughs> and it'd be a crime to have anyone other than Bill Crabtree handling the colors. My only regret is that Ryan Otley wasn't able to join the party. Ryan's an integral part of the Invincible family, and I'm sorry he couldn't lend his talents a pencil to this very special issue. I hear he's with us in spirit, though. Thing is, he's just too busy working on the regular monthly Invincible series published by Image Comics, of which you should all run out and buy every issue you can find. <laughs> if, you, if you want, that is. I would never try to force that book on anybody. Although, if any of you like this book, or this issue in particular, you really should give Invincible a shot. It's a lot of fun. That's nah, enough of that, yada yada. And he's like, uh, make sure you buy Marvel Zombies and yeah. Ultimate X-Men starting with issue 66. Because yeah. that was when he took over Ultimate X-Men, which I right. really like Robert Kirkman's Ultimate X-Men run. Yeah. Uh, it has the coolest reveal, which I'm going to spoil right here. Uh, that's the introduction of Ultimate Cable. That's what it is. Okay. And at the end of that first issue, Ultimate Cable pops claws. And you're like, oh my God, it's not Cable. It's Wolverine. It's Wolverine <laughs> from the future. That's oh amazing. My God. That's like, amazing. Crap, yeah. Which is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually really awesome. 
I think his Ultimate X Men might be my favorite thing that Robert Kirkman did at Marvel. <laughs> uh, yeah, like which is know, weird because it's not like the best run, but I think that might be my favorite thing he did. At Marvel. Honestly, my guilty pleasure is like these two random things that he did in Marvel, which is a little thing called Marvel Zombies and uh, and then oh. and. The, and then Destroyer, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Destroyer is good. Destroyer was good. That. He brought back this old, like, uh, Marvel hero yeah. listeners, just to let you know uh, that that was like that has been dead. Well, pretty much just non-existent for like a long time. And they brought him, and he brought him back just for this, like the it was with the the Max, the yeah, Max the series Max or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was to be it was just a trade back. But oh my gosh, is it just hilariously gory and fun it was like if, yeah if it was basically it felt like you know what it felt like it felt like a, a brit character in the marvel yeah. universe that that's that you didn't ex- that you didn't know what that existed and it kind of felt like is this what brit is based off of is, that is, is exactly this, what this, it felt like that's a good yeah. call yeah well, that's kind of yeah uh like, oh i forgot gosh. he also did uh i i forgot actually my favorite thing from him is Irredeemable Ant-Man. Have you ever read Irredeemable? Yes! Oh my God, I keep forgetting about that. I always forget that that was Robert Kirkman. I always forget about that because I loved, that's what got me into Ant-Man, was just uh, Irredeemable Ant-Man got me into Ant-Man. Listeners, if you haven't read Irredeemable Ant-Man, it's this this S.H.I.E.L.D. agent named Eric O'Grady who steals an Ant-Man suit and at first honestly just uses it to peer on women which is yeah. the worst. Like he, oh, he yeah. just sucks. He just yeah, is a, a sucky guy. He, he's a terrible person. And he and, got a hold, a hold. He, he's like a worse version of Scott Lang, basically. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. really shite Scott Lang. I kind of want, I kind of want this character to appear in the MCU. I really do. Just cause like, I think it would be really funny if like our Ant-Man was kind of a douche. Yeah. That, uh, that like, like full on to complete opposite of like Scott Lang because Scott Lang was kind of likable even though he was just a thief and everything like that yeah be, like Scott Lang's a putz but like yeah. he's a likable guy exactly know? but Eric O'Grady Eric O'Grady's oh, just a douche yeah he's just and, and that and that design for the Ant-Man suit is just so it's good so good it's That's just the thing. so good I it's love a great the design. antennae yeah <laughs> it's, so good. it's a great redesign <laughs> it's but it's funny because the redesign looks a lot like Ant-Man did in a do you remember the Avengers cartoon from the 90s? Yes. Where Ant-Man was the lead. Like he was the lead of the team. And it was like Ant-Man yes. and Wasp and Hawkeye and Scarlet oh, yeah. Witch and Vision. Yeah. yeah like I it do. is it is very much that design. It was. Because <laughs> they I all have like the super armored that. looks because it was like 1998. So everyone yeah. was really armored and cool and shit. Like yeah. Very, yeah. very armored superhero look and yeah, everything. It's like that. just that design. Oh my goodness. I didn't even think about that. That's amazing. Yeah. Upsetting. Yeah. (laughs) Very much so. Very much so. I agree with that. Oh man. Yeah. Robert Kirkman stuff. Marvel. Marvel team up. How about that? Marvel team up. How crazy. Uh, So now let's cross the streams a little bit. Let's talk about science dog. Oh yeah. A science dog, as we know, fellow listener is uh, uh, Mark's favorite comic. It's, it's it's Mark's favorite comic in the world of Invincible. Uh, and it kind of explains a little bit about his character. And, that, and that's the thing. This really explains everything you need to know about Science Dog. It gives you the origin. It gives you his main cast of characters. Uh, 
it gives you a lot of depressing stuff. <laughs> it, yeah, it feels like it feels like if this was a series regular uh, like comic, you would just be like, oh, man, this is this is everything. Totally. Of course, uh, Mark would be so into this. And no wonder, like, yeah. he kind of and no wonder, like, you know, Mark kind of like his maturity grows a little bit because of like it's it's pretty much from this comic, you know, that's exactly like it because he, he kind of knows the ins and outs of like what it's like to be a superhero anyway. But the, it's but the maturity is a little more quickened because of like the not just the world that he's in, but also like the, the, the experience and uh, what he's learned, the, the literature, the, the, the studies yeah. of what that world is. And this kind of proves it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> which I love. Uh, yeah let's let's start at the beginning uh so so like i said this was backups um in the 20 every 25 issues of invincible you had 12 pages of science stuff basically this started Um, in 25 issue 25 started issue 25 god i don't even remember this that's amazing it's wild right yeah it's really wild uh so so yeah so it's yeah, so science dog. Uh, again, Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker. Uh, this is gonna be interesting. We got a couple different colorists on this. Uh, this is the beginning of FCO coloring because he started coloring with issue 50. Mm-hmm. So, issue 50, uh, that segment is colored by FCO, which you really notice in that first uh science dog issue. You notice exactly when the coloring changes, which is weird. You got Dave Stewart, yeah, Dave Stewart on there for, yeah. the for the cover. You got a Canilla trip. Uh, as the colors for the first 12 issue or first 12 pages, uh, Chris yeah, Chuckry, is that right? Chris Chuckry, yeah, Chris Chucky. Okay, Chucky. I couldn't say I couldn't say Chucky or Truckry, Chucky, Trucky, I don't know, Chucky, Bride of Trucky, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Eat of Truckry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so ah, okay. the science dog book starts off with science dog in the middle of a, in the middle of a, uh, a mission, a mission, very similar to what Mark Grayson goes through where he's in another universe and saves the people of this universe. And then has to go home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very invincible kind of story. Uh, but he's, you know, first page, he's slaying this giant monster guy, uh, which is awesome. Uh, it's great. He's like full on stabbing this guy with like this magical sword, I think, right? Right, yeah. right through him and everything. And just uh, like eviscerates him pretty much from the inside out. It was so cool. Sorry, work text. No worries. Well, here, he like, well, let's see. It, it starts with him monologuing too. It's just like, I think my, it's very much like the Peter Parker uh, from, from the Sam Raimi Super Spider-Man, you know, where it's just like, and says, I have, this hasn't been one of my most enjoyable periods of my life. You know, I'm in an alternate dimension of some sort. I think he doesn't even know where he is. And maybe I'm on another planet far from earth and I haven't had time to figure it out yet, but I've been here for like five months, but I've had, I've been a tad preoccupied and it's just him just fighting this giant thing while uh, like saving this princess over here on the side. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, you see, that's the dispute ruler of this world right there crashing down on top of me he's a bit of a tyrant he's also not quite so undis- uh, undisputed anymore he just it's, it's just destroying him it took me almost two weeks to learn their language and it's like it's over 
and uh the the whatever this like beautiful like alien woman is just thanking him and uh like as he's like um he's like in their own language and it's like oh and the, like a councilman comes over and it's just like you've you've slain our 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 our, our uh, what is it our ruler and everything like that with the sword of death with the destiny sword the destiny sword the destiny sword so cool <laughs> oh man and uh, and if I return you to your home world, science, I believe it must be now. Whilst the surge of my returned power gives me the energy to do so, so it's just like, all right. So he's going about to go back to his own world, and and he's just like, I I will miss you to like the 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 alien princess here, and he's just like, you are brave, science, more than you will ever know, and we will we you have to return when you have returned my lineage to the throne, you will have forever saved be the savior of our kingdom you know and the time is short and he like waves goodbye and he like goes through the thing meanwhile back on earth he's just arrives like in the middle of a park yeah where, where this like, kid's buying like hot dogs for everybody yeah. at school <laughs> also, like... also classic you know like when the portal you know when a portal like always appears like like over the uh like perfectly right over the uh, 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 the ground or mm-hmm. anything like that. This one just mm-hmm. pops up into the air and he it's just falls right through. Yeah. <laughs> and he just lands on it. And it's like, science dog. <laughs> yeah. I love this little girl. She's it, like, dude, I'm your biggest fan. Look, I've literally got your lunchbox. Can you, uh, can you sign it for me? It's so good. It's so good. It's just the hero of this world. And then he returns to his home base with yeah, this. What I like to call the science cave. The science cave. You know what? Please market that. It's, yeah, it's that's the exactly cave. what it is. It reminds yeah. me totally like this. This also kind of reminds me of like if you guys know about like Torchwood. This kind of reminds me of the home base of Jack. Uh, yeah, Captain Jack and all that. You yeah, know, it the, does feel like it's in the middle of Cardiff. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> it totally feels like it's an underground place and stuff like that. So, uh, but. Uh, yeah, so Go this ahead. is where we meet uh, Daniel and Rachel, uh, who are science dogs, two partners in crime here. Um, and Rachel's like, "Wow, you're back already." And he's like, uh, "And science dogs like, oh god, don't don't tell me." And Daniel's like, "Yeah, you were you're only gone for just a little bit over forty minutes." And he's like, "Well." For me, it was five months. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go take a nap. I'm done for the day. Uh, he's like, "I I feel like I've aged a year this month." And Rachel's like, people are dog ears. <laughs> really funny. It's <laughs> really good. He's like, that old joke again, Rachel. Really? Very funny. Ha ha. It's like constantly always that joke. A rough <laughs> few months. I think I'm going to call it. It's going to be a day. He's like, okay, we'll get some rest, buddy. But right before that, he gets like a get an update. Yeah. And it's like right on cue. Bad news, science. We've got someone or something doing some major damage downtown. It looks like the rest will have to wait. Sorry, old friend. He's like, ah, typical, you know, no sweat. Business of the nature. Hatch open and he like starts gearing up. I love that he, I love his gear so much. I love his gear. I love he's got a jetpack. This is, listeners, if you like this and you haven't read Tom Strong, read Tom Strong because this is literally all it is. Yeah. This is very much just Tom Strong, which is awesome. I just realized that. Oh my God. It's like, I mean, he even borderline looks like Tom Strong. He's just like in the shirt and like, yeah. He's just just a dog. That's it. Superhero. superhero It's awesome. Pulp science hero, which is badass stuff. It's so badass. Uh, yeah, he he rockets off and uh, Daniel turns to Rachel is like, so uh, you want to order a pizza? She's like, again, <laughs> uh, which will be important. 
I want to note that will be important. So Science Dog shows up to the action. Uh, it's just a giant mech destroying the city. And Science Dog says, oh, great. Walter. <laughs> I love that he know he doesn't even call him by his like whatever uh, like his Villain alias name. Is. Yeah, yeah no, it's just, just Walter. It's just Walter. It's very much that bit in uh Into the Spider Verse when Aunt May sees Doc Ock. He's like, oh, hi, Liv. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. there's a history there, and you just yeah. automatically get it, which I love. So good. Uh, and Walter is ranting and raving. Science dog, I should have known. It's always you, isn't it? You know, and then that's when we get the origin of Science Dog, which is that uh, Walter used to work in this lab uh, where the doctor had Science Dog there, and Daniel was the doctor's lab assistant. Uh, you know, and Science Dog was literally just a dog. He was just a sweet little doggo. Oh, uh, and they were working on this machine. They were working on a time machine which uh, was not queued up for organic material. Right. Um, and Walter always thought that there's, first off, Walter always thought that there shouldn't be a dog anywhere near the workplace uh, just because, you know, accidents happen, which is fair. Um, but, you know, when they're doing their final test on the machine, uh, the dog's ball starts to roll and the dog heads towards the time machine and Walter goes to stop the dog. And I love that he says like, okay, I, I don't even blame you. You know, it was actually the doctor's fault. Like, I wouldn't blame you because you were just a dog. Like, it's, it's your nature, you know, but it's the doctor's fault that you got there, uh, which is a real problem. Uh, and so they get caught in the time machine. Again, was not queued up for organic material. There was no telling what could happen. It looks very much like the uh, the teleportation machine from uh, The Fly. David yes. Cronenberg's The Fly. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. very The Fly. Uh, and in a weird twist of fate so there's an explosion and what's left but Walter with his brain augmented and dog the dog has become uh, bipedal yeah yeah (laughs) full full humanoid dog here because they they, they were evolved their molecular their molecules were brought one million years into the future so they were evolved into what would be the one million years into the future next step so naturally Walter is super smart uh, but naturally, also, Science Dog is incredibly smart now. He's uh, your intel. His intelligence was increased to more than ten times that of the smartest human, which is pretty cool. Uh, right? Yeah. But that incident is what took out Daniel's legs, and so Daniel is now paralyzed uh, from the legs down. You know, uh, and is in a wheelchair. Uh, but this is this is how Science Dog gets his team and everything. Goes on science adventures and stuff. Yeah. Meanwhile, Walter. Uh, you know, his his brain was advanced uh, very, very hard, but he developed uh, telekinesis as well and became a crazy person. Yeah, so, pretty much became the leader. Basically. Yeah, he became the leader. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, they've had a lot of battles over the years, but this is it. This is the final battle. The fight That's to the, the death. Right to the death. And so Science Dog pulls out this sweet-looking gun, and it's just like, bring it on. It's yeah. Like shooting at him, which is tight. It's so good. That gun looks like the uh, 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 the little, like, what do you call it? The Men in Black, uh, like, Will Smith gun, that the, the cricket, but the thing is it has the silencer. Oh, it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's from specific. It's specifically that from the uh, from the animated series. So, yes. yeah, so yes. that's it looks just like that, basically. But yeah, I always thought this was like some really cool, like fancy space gun, you know, that he always has. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Uh, this is so when good. you get the so this is the end of the first chapter. 
as you can tell by when you turn the page, it looks entirely different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because of the color. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is uh, so Science Dog is shooting his gun. Uh, like, seriously, I am in no mood for this. <laughs> what do you do? You have no idea what I was doing three hours ago, Walter. Like, I've I've been through a lot. I'm not in the mood for this stuff. Again, feeling very invincible, which I like. You yeah. Know? Uh, there's a big old explosion. Uh, science dog blows up a bit of the of the robot. Uh, blows up a down. building, uh, the, 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 the parked cars that are there because he's just like, ah, you missed. Yeah. How could you miss? I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Science dog's whooping his ass, which is pretty he, cool. He really like, is. He's, he's a good, smart fighter. Uh, and then uh, Walter gets the telekinetic drop on him, grabs a couple of rocks. Yeah. Goes to smash him, smash the heck out of him. Right. And then it cuts back to Rachel and Daniel who are eating pizza. Uh, and they're like, wait, what, what just happened? Si- science just disappeared. Where did he go? Like, wh- what, what did Walter do to him? He disappeared. And Daniel's like, listen, it, it doesn't matter. If he's gone, we got to stop Walter. Walter has to be stopped. And uh, Rachel's like, Daniel, you can't actually be thinking about, like, not after what happened last time. Please, there's got to be another way. And there's a nice tender moment between them. And Daniel looks like he's about to confess something. And then he says, I, I have to do this. People are in danger. I promise I'll be careful. Pizza breath. And he's <laughs> getting strapped into this like machine that you're like, what the heck is this? And he yes. shows up in his bad ass looking robot. This sick this, looking robot this exosuit, you know? Yeah, yeah basically. Cool mech that he Very good. With. It kind of uh, reminds me of the, uh, it looks a lot like, listeners, it looks a lot like if you know your Superman animated series, it looks like the, uh, exosuit from the from the pilot uh pilot uh-huh. that corbin uh uh what was it uh, michael corbin uh gets strapped into basically uh-huh. it looks a lot like that it's really really cool it's really cool looking uh and so he goes off and we we cut back to walter who's looking for science i was like where, where is he where did he go like he couldn't have just disappeared where did he go and so daniel shows up to whoop walter's ass Yes, uh, but Walter's got his telekinetic juice on there. Yes, uh, and starts starts fighting back, <laughs> <laughs> and and Walter is like, "Oh, wherever Science Dog went, you better hope he hurries. You're going to need him to rescue you very soon." <laughs> Daniel's in the mech. He's like, "Crap, he's probably right." Oh, Science, where are you? And then we cut to Science Dog in a tube in space. Above Earth, <laughs> being flown away with these weird-looking aliens that look like oh, worms with one eye, like and uh, no face, no nothing. Like, it's just this. It's they, just like a. It's like a. It's like a hot dog stand up yeah. right, and then you just put an eye at the top of it. Yeah, you know? they're like and, little giraffe, uh, giraffe worms. You know, yeah. It's so weird. Super weird. It's the coolest aliens I've ever seen. And that's the last page of that first issue, which is awesome. And And that was was probably issue 50, right? That was issue 50, and there's a note at the end saying, to be continued to Invincible 75. Golly, that's that's terrible. Which is, yeah, which is wild. It's so So wild, man. Issue 75's backup starts with the aliens taking off. Uh, they're saying decontamination complete, and they've released Science Dog from the from the pod. Uh, 
And Science Dog's like, wait, Walter, I, I have to fight. People are in danger. And the aliens are like, come with us, humanoid. All will be explained. Uh, they're in trouble. They need help. They're stuck adrift. Yeah. They need Science Dog to come up with uh, alternative fuel for them in order to leave. Uh, you know, they, they, they say, we, we request that you develop an alternative fuel for our vessel. We have no wish to harm you or your people. But if you do not carry out your, our request, we will destroy your planet. Yeah. We apologize for the threat, but we are desperate. You know, so, yeah. which I love that. I love that. It's like, I'm sorry to have to threaten you. I'm listen, I'm sorry to hold this gun up to your head, but we yeah. really <laughs> need to get home. Like, I really need to get home. You couldn't have picked any more po- moments. Like, there were just like a whole I kept thinking was just like, you know, you could have at least let me finish what I was doing and yeah. then pick me up. You were stuck and, here uh, anyway. And, yeah, you're stuck here anyway. So why why would you need why would you interrupt what I'm doing right now? Just like I was in, in a very particular pos- position at the moment when you hit me up. Yeah. So now he has no choice. Yeah. So that's really so, so science dog is fixing up their stuff. Uh, he uh he actually, so so the the alien comes this takes, by. This takes about a, a good amount of time because like the, the aliens kind of age. So a yeah, little bit. so it takes a good amount of time. You can tell that the aliens are a lot older. Uh, do we actually do we actually just want to like read through this page? No, yeah, do, do from the from the top here of the yeah. Who do you the, who the do alien? You, yeah, who do you, who do you want to be? I, I can uh, I'll be the alien. How about that? Do you want me to be the alien right. for this? And I'll, and I'll be you. Dog. You, you, sound, you sound like the science dog. You sound like you <laughs> would be the science dog. That's that's what I'm saying. I'll, all right, I'll I take think. it. Thank you. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> so uh, we'll take it from the top. With uh, okay. you have completed your task. All right. You have completed your task. Rather than try to invent a new propulsion system using a new form of fuel. I just devised a way to recreate your existing fuel source artificially. I had to familiarize myself with your civilization's chemical compounds and a few new elements we haven't yet discovered. Otherwise, this would have taken far less time. It feels weird to be out of the stasis chamber. How long was I in there? It feels like at least a few hours. I hope Walter hasn't... uh... You you were in stasis for 11 of your months. 11 months?! Walter, he I've done I, 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 I've done what you asked. You have to get me to the planet surface right now. I have to. Uh, it is already done. Thank you for your assistance, strange one. Boop. And yeah, I love that he just teleports out of the clothing that he's there. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't even. I love that whatever the teleportation they have, they can't transport inorganic material. So whatever you were wearing, you're just you're, it's just gone. It's <laughs> just. So size shows up on Earth and he's nude and he's like, oh great, this is just great. This is and then looks around and the city has just been destroyed. It looks like like fallout. It's bad. Yeah. And these robots show up, like these flying drones show up and start shooting at him. He's like, what happened? Like, what the hell happened? So he gets to the science cave. I love his reaction saying, like, yipe, because I just hear it as I just hear it as like like a doll. Uh, so he 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 shows up to the science cave uh and you hear a you there and he's like rachel and he turns and rachel looks really bad she looks like she's been through a lot he's like rachel oh god what what happened to you and she's speaking in pieces which is interesting she she's like daniel dead 
all dead. Walter did this. Walter. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Soulless. And there's there's classic Robert Kirkman uh, multi-shot here of, you know, yeah. three shots of Science Dog's face as he's taking Saul in. And he says, I, I'm going to fix this. And then we get Science Dog working for four years. Yeah. He is working on this, working on a machine. Uh, you know, and we see him age. We see him scrounging around for materials and supplies. We see him age. His beard he's, is getting really shaggy. Yeah, he's getting shaggy fur. Yeah, yeah he, really like, he's fun. looking pretty rough. Um, and then he says, three years. It's finally at long last done. Yes. He built the time machine. Yeah. He and re- after all this time, right? After all this time. And he presses the button. And he puts his hand on Rachel's shoulder. He says, I, I promise I'll fix this. You'll never become this. No time for long goodbyes. If Walter's out there, he'll detect and then boom, there's just a crash. It's like, damn it. It's just like there's Walter uh, on a screen looking very Modoc. Very Modoc. Or not Modoc. Armin Zola. Armin Zola. Thank you. Yeah. Looking very Armin Zola. You could also be more obscure and be like J. Jonah Jameson from the, uh, the, Spider, <laughs> Slayer. the Spider Slayer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could also say that. That's really like, kind of, that's uh, always. The... I got you, Web Slayer. <laughs> yeah, you didn't expect me to be a part of this. Yeah. Which has always been the weirdest thing, which is like, JJ, how much of your hatred of Spider Man can't be this bad? Man, I, uh, it's so weird. I, love I hope it. we get that in the next Spider Man movie, by the way. That would be awesome if they did Spider Man. Oh, oh, they would never do. They don't have the courage. Uh, <laughs> they don't have the it's courage. Yeah. Sony are cowards. Uh, <laughs> I'm very mad at Sony today. So yeah, I, I, I don't blame you. It's, it's been a rough Sony day. L- like, listener, we- today is the day that the Uncharted trailer drops oh uh, yeah which right. uh uncharted is maybe my favorite video game uh like uncharted 2 is maybe my favorite video game of all time and i'm really really pissed and sour about that damn movie. one of these days we got to talk about it because i kind of d- definitively say that this is the closest thing to the the indiana jones trilogy yes. that you can play on a video game yes modern day to the point indiana where jones. it i'm not against them making uncharted movies yeah. It should just be like Indiana Jones. It should be, exactly. But the charm of Uncharted is that it's an older dude doing this stuff. So you can't have Tom Holland going yeah. and doing it. It makes yeah. literally no sense. If it was if it was something else, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. But it's yeah, not. Absolutely. It's Uncharted. It's not. And it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Anyway, <laughs> I'm really mad. <laughs> it's been a very frustrating couple hours. I, I could I could understand. Uh, but science talk, science talk. Science yes. Talk. So Walter shows up. Science says, well, there's no time. He goes through the portal. Walter, I love Walter, like, getting blinded by the light and be like, impossible. (laughs) I love that. No. And so Science comes out of the portal, and he comes out of the portal right after he disappeared. Uh, So he's behind uh, Rachel and Daniel, and they're like, what what just happened? It's like, he's gone. Science just disappeared. We got to find him. We can't worry. And Daniel's like, we can't worry about that now. We got to stop Walter. Like, and science, poor science passes out. She's been nonstop working since like what, I when mean, the first this started, you know, so yeah, like months and months and years. Going. Yeah. He's, he's burnt out. So he passes out a little bit. Uh, and Daniel takes off in the robot suit. And then science wakes up, snaps out of it. And he's like, Rachel. And she's like, oh God, like what happened to you? We, we just saw you. You just disappeared. And science like, I don't remember. I was in the future. 
it was bad. The chronal distortion field disoriented. I don't, where, where's Daniel? And she, she, Rachel like, tells him, you know, like, hey, he, he disappeared to go fight Walter. And science is like, oh, God, that's it. I got to go. Like, Daniel is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me. And he's like, where's my backup suit? And he's just old, old haggard science dog just taking off with his like backup gear. In the blue suit. I love that he's specifically in yeah. different colors. Yes. I think that's pretty cool. That's a nice way to there. delineate like, okay, which science is it? Mm-hmm. That's good comic booking. Uh, and you get back to the moment where, you know, Walter is saying whatever, wherever science dog went, you better hope he hurries because you're going to need him to rescue you very soon. Uh, and Walter takes this beam of rebar and just slices right through the suit oh, and kills Daniel oh, before man. science gets there. And science like, Daniel, no. <laughs> yeah. And Walter turns is like, oh, science dog, you've returned. And only seconds too late to save your friend. A pity. And Science Dog does this badass thing where he's like, Walter, you'll never hurt anyone ever again. And drops out of his jetpack while he lets the jetpack go. And the jetpack takes out Walter, which is tight. It's so good. It was like, a, it's like just like, it was like a Green Goblin, like, like, it's like very much just, the Green Goblin glider. He just, thing. He just yeah. like threw it down all over him and everything like that. <laughs> But Walter managed to stop it a little bit before he even get a chance. But mm-hmm. holy God. But but science is just unleashed. He's so angry. He's feral oh, now. Uh, which I love Walter being like, wow, you must have really liked that tubby nerd. Like, <laughs> he's just like, I love that Walter's just taunting him still. He doesn't still. get the severity of how like bad this is. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, oh my gosh. It's like, and you think this is a game? Science, this is a joke? Yeah. science dog is pissed. He shoots his grappling hook like through uh through walter's arm like through his shoulder shoulder. yeah and he's like i'm ending this i'm ending this now like he 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 shoots his drone or shoots the shoots the like rocks that walter's trying to move towards him into pieces and bites walter's like neck oh yeah like right into the shoulder there and just kills him like bleeds him out like he won't let go it becomes a very invincible book all of a sudden yeah like it's very brutal which is scary man very very brutal like he 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 even like with the what is it with his telekinesis he's able to float in the air a little bit so it's like trying to like grab like whatever things around to get him to stop like biting and he just won't let go it's very much like that um uh, that conquest moment where we're invincible. Yes. Came up to conquest the second time and uh, he just wouldn't let go. He could just yes. choke the life right out of him. It's Even the same though. exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause this is several issues after that, that this wasn't a backup. Yes. <laughs> this is number oh, 75. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Enough. That's crazy. It's funny enough. Yeah. Oh, it's very man. much that. He takes like a like a metal bar of rebar and like shoves it into slices right into inside science dog yeah and it's just like trying to do all these things oh man and And, i love what he says as he's like and he slowly and he slowly descends back onto the ground you know like because he's dying because i love it he just won't let go and he's just like bad dog (laughs) and then that's when he dies and science dog lets him go he's like yeah and then goes over to Daniel's body and or oh. goes over to the robot to, that Daniel was piloting and rips it apart and pulls out Daniel's body, which has been mangled 
so harsh, you know. And like, then, then we cut to science in the science cave. Rachel comes down the elevator. It's like science. What's wrong with you? You couldn't even go to the funeral. It's the day of Daniel's funeral, and science didn't even go. And science dog is kind of broken. Yeah, it's like Daniel's not dead. It, it doesn't. It didn't happen. None of this matters because he's going to rebuild the machine. He's going to rebuild the time machine again. Yeah, go back in time again to stop Daniel's death. This is uh, very bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is this. This is messing with time continuum stuff, isn't it? That, yeah. That's what this is, basically. Uh, listeners, if you watch that episode of What If, I think it's number four, the Doctor Strange one. It's yeah. That, it's that, <laughs> it's that, that. that fixed fix moment in time. Fixed moment yeah. in time thing. Yeah. You know? uh, and this, I mean, this conversation is heartbreaking because, know. you know, Rachel's trying to, Ra- Rachel's trying to, you know, convince uh, science dog like listen there's other things like in the world you know like we're, we're being foreclosed like we gotta we gotta do something here and science is it, it, it's mean what he does it, it's really mean what he yeah does. like it's very uncaring it's like, very it's, uncaring because yeah. because in his mind this reality doesn't matter mm-hmm. because he's going to go back and he's going to change it mm-hmm and so science like I, I can undo Daniel's death, make it like it never happened. What's more important than that, Rachel? Did you have any idea how much he loved you? He could never build up the nerve to tell you, but he did. Oh, jeez. He's like, really? You're going to like just like lay that on top of everything on the fact that you just are being just a jerk. Like just twist yeah. the knife. Twist I love the that knife. She, she mentions like, no, like I, I had a feeling, you know, just the way he would say things, the way he cared, you know, but it, it's not fair of you to do this. Like, how dare you tell me this now? And science turns to her and says, so now you can feel it. The guilt, the pain. Wouldn't you do anything to fix it? Can't you see why I would unmake this world in order to get him back? He wasn't supposed to die. Why wouldn't you let me fix this? And she storms off. Like, I, I love that look in his eyes too. Like, he, he's gone. Yeah. He, he's dead inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is heartbreaking it's so heartbreaking uh you know there's there's an attack on the city and you know people are dying and or i'm sorry there's an attack in the world it's not specifically on the city there's an attack in the world people are dying and rachel's like listen we we gotta go like the you know there's buildings that are collapsing and uh, and science dogs like I, I need to keep working like i'm a few days away from you know from uh being done here i've been monitoring the threat's path like it's not going to touch here at all like we're fine and she's like people are dying and science dog, again completely gone she's like only for now oh god that's like my favorite oh, which is awful. chilling that like, is this, so this sad story is really dark yeah like i forgot how really, dark this is really dark yeah so she takes off in her, uh, Rachel, Rachel in her, straps up in the armor. Her her Gundam like pink suit, basically. Yeah, it looks like a Megazord. It's, it's tight. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, straps up, takes off, then comes back missing an arm. Missing an arm, like holy crap! This this issue, like, like it's, it's really just on heavy. top. It's top. It's topping itself pretty much over and over again. Very I Robert Kirkman. Very Robert Kirkman, and I love this this interaction here. We we should do this one too. Oh yeah, this one here with yeah. the when she comes back with no arm. Yeah. Okay, here we go. It, uh, all the I'll I'll totally be uh what do you call it? Um, I'll be Rachel here. So many people dead. Things would have been different if you'd just come. 
Why couldn't you have helped? I know you don't understand, Rachel. And I'm sorry. I really am. I couldn't waste one second away from this work. And I couldn't risk injuring myself or slowing or even halting my progress altogether. When I stop Daniel from dying, I'll stop this too. Those people won't be dead. Those buildings won't be collapsed. You'll no longer be missing an arm. This timeline will cease to exist. It's pointless. All this pain and suffering will have never happened. In a way, I'm saving this world too. But how? How could you possibly get Professor Collins' time machine to work? I just did. And believe me, it was harder the first time. Goodbye, Rachel. And he steps through the portal, uh, back to the moment, way back during Walter's attack, when uh, Daniel says, so uh, you want to order a pizza? <laughs> he shows up right behind them. Uh, and as they're talking about ordering the pizza, science skulks off, takes off. Uh, unbeknownst to them. Unbeknownst you know, to does, them. He doesn't see, they don't see him. Yeah. Un- until Daniel gets a reading that there's an unauthorized access to the hangar bay. And we see Science Dog in a different suit again. Different which is cool. suit. Very cool, cool looking suit. Yeah. Very like cool looking space suit. suit, you know, space basically. Suit. Taking off into the air, into space. And he lands on the ship with the, the aliens. Aliens, yeah. He says, thanks for allowing me to board your vessel. Uh, we are confused. How did you know of our presence? How did you know to come here? You are the one we have discovered can help us. And yet our sensors say you are still remain on the planet's surface below. This is impossible. All you need to know is that I can replicate the fuel needed for the return trip to your home planet. You do not need the other version of me. All I ask in return is that you take me with you far away from this place. Oh man. And heartbreaking, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. That is amazing. After everything he suffered and everything from that timeline, what a weird alternative, dim- like timeline, like what a, yeah. what a back to the future moment, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is like total back to the future moment. It's, it's, it, uh, it, so, so we, we go back to Earth and Science Dog has whooped Walter's ass, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Science Dog is like, never underestimate the effects of magnetism. Better luck next time, Walt. <laughs> as the cops business, carry him away. Business as usual. Thanks, Science Dog. He flies Dawn. home, and Rachel's like, Rachel's asking Daniel, like, do, do we tell him about the other version of him that stole the spacesuit? And Danny's like, tomorrow. We'll we'll save that for tomorrow. Congrats on the job. Well done, Science. Like, what do you want to do? And Science's <laughs> like, are you kidding? After today, I'm going to bed. Yeah, and it's exactly. like the it's the classic like credits ending, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> you could hear the mash theme be like dun dun And then we cut to you get your end credit scene. Older right science That's what this on is. the ship flying away from Earth as he puts his hand up against the window and says goodbye to Earth one last time. It's so upsetting. It really is. But it's a beautiful, beautifully executed comic. Like, it's really good. It is so incredible how, like, I completely forgot how great this, like, little, like, all these side stories com- combined together for this little story. This yeah. is this is so cool. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's And um, and shortly after all this, he, like, it was re- 
established as a hardcover yeah um uh when they first put it out to collect the whole thing in in one big swoop and if you it 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 is it is very tiny it's very thin but you know it's kind of worth it because like um because you you have it all here in this great form basically but man man that is like i love that it also says on the hardcover it's a science dog kirkman walker one it's like like yeah. there was going to be more yeah like there's going to be this. more yeah yeah which there should be by the way robert kirkman if you're listening to this please make more of science dog yeah you can we, do more science dog. We, there's totally room for more science dog do this. a science dog reboot that actually would be amazing it's pretty awesome oh my gosh that'd be really funny science like dog more, beyond science dog beyond. oh that'd be like what happens to that older science dog after all this time you know be, yeah uh yeah. The, it's it, older science dog in this is just uh ambassador spock from the jj like, oh my gosh that's very much true where ambassador spock like gets stuck in the past and then it's just like well it'd be irresponsible of me you know to to not help rebuild vulcan you know <laughs> so i'm just gonna hang out with the vulcans now yeah. in the past <laughs> my knowledge of the future can help out yeah logical <laughs> it would be logical uh, I love this. I I love this. that's that's what we're covering today. Uh, Jacob, final thoughts. Uh, uh, what did you think of the issues? What was your favorite part? You, you know this. Uh, this was the. These are the. You know, out of the side stuff that comes out of this um, invincible universe, this the these two things are probably my favorite. Yeah, actually, um, like you, you know, you get the the other titles, which is like you know, Standing Wolfman and Brit Brit and Tech Jacket and, and the Guardians of the Globe and all that other stuff. But the 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 little one shots, these are the best one shots you could say from this like universe. Um, a dream to see your my favorite Mark is my favorite superhero, so a dream to see him meet like one of my other favorite superheroes, like with Spider Man and everything like that, is 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 incredible. Um, it would, one of these days he will see Superman. That's, that's the one thing that I think invincible needs to do is like, if there's an alternate uh, dimension that he could like portal that he could go to, it would be the DC universe and end up meeting Superman. That would be like the, the nice, the nice turnaround, even right now meeting like Jonathan Kent. Oh my goodness. That I, would that's be so amazing. I kind of oh. want him to meet John Kent. Oh man. I think so that'd be good. really interesting. That'd be really interesting. And, Especially um, if it's, honestly any time period mark but like yeah. especially if it's like an older mark i also would meeting I would, john kent now would be really interesting for john kent i would love to see blue blue suit mark meet superman or like definitely uh an older mark after all the time of the the run of this uh of his of his book like years later actually meeting him it would be oh, really yeah. cool um, science dog man is the whole reason why it's mark's favorite comic book and it this pretty much just proved it um i i, I want to know if like robert kirkman always had this idea of what science dog was and something in the back and like yeah it's an anthropomorphic dog it's like pretty much just tom strong pretty much and i was like that, right. that's, that's fantastic that's this is the greatest idea i ever heard um yeah this this is the best the, the favorite moments is honestly um um invincible trying to get understand trying to guess the names of the the avengers the avengers it's pretty much it's so so terrible it's so funny it's so absolutely terrible but it's really really funny and very immature and uh and with science dog it's got to be like um it's i love time travel so like i love 
anytime like you have to go back and you have to not encounter your for your your past self. So I love that time that back to the future two esque so that he has to keep going back oh, yeah. in time to try and fix it over and over again. That is very cool, you know. Um, I, I've always loved that 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 kind of uh, implication to to that whole thing. But yeah, that's uh, that's my favorite stuff right there. Uh, honestly, same. Um, I love that Marvel team up issue. Uh, I I think it's I think it's one of the more interesting issues. There's it's funny because there's so many characters I'd love to see Mark team up with. Uh, and I would never immediately think of Spider-Man, but it makes so much sense for the team up with Spider-Man. It know? really personality-wise, it's totally Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very Spider-Man, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but that that science dog two part is such a whammy in introducing you to all these characters, making you care about them really fast, and making you care about science dog. You know, by putting him through this emotional ringer, like yeah, I I think my favorite moment is just the end for old science. You yeah, know? Like, I I think that's that's such a killer moment, and that, such a killer ending. That resolution, man, that's like yeah. a total. That is a, a true end credit scene. Like after like yeah. everything, where you just like, oh, what a somber moment yeah. for like whatever happened. It, yeah, it plays out like a Twilight Zone episode. Like it really does. Like it feels oh very Twilight Zone. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is awesome, you know. Oh I, I I love it. It's yeah. What a great what a great story that is. Great story. Um, and if we never got more science dog, I honestly would be happy with that because same. You know, that's that's we such have a this. Great, yeah. yeah, that feels like such a great finale for science dog. You know, it's it's wonderful. It feels like something like the end of science dog basically like yeah. if you if like a huge run had been escalated to this point and basically yeah. this is the way we end it yeah it's just, it, it it's feels not... kind of like the end of robert kirkman's run on science dog yeah yeah, yeah yeah it still continues without him but um our science dog that we've grown to be a part of and live is has is older and is leaving earth at yeah. the, that point it's exactly. definitely definitively see it feels like that exactly it's so good i um, feel like something like this is going to happen to invincible i i don't know why I, I have that kind of feeling interesting i i feel like that's something that might be happening like it, a definitive it's not our invincible but it is an end for it, it's not it, yeah it's our invincible that it gets his like a way to like our frodo ending off into the dying lands and everything like that like he goes to whatever there but but there's still but there's still an invincible somewhere in this in our world somewhere that's very interesting for you to say that okay remember that you said that just i will when we get to the ending remember that you said that and next time we talk to eric we'll have to see what he thinks the ending is going to be just because that that way we have because i know the ending yes you do neither of you do nope no, no. So we'll clue. have to see how your guys' ideas of the ending rank up. It's really interesting. <laughs> really interesting. Well, that's today's episode, guys. Yeah. How about that? That was Jacob, really good. Thanks for thanks for being here. Thank you, Malcolm. It, thanks for taking the reins of this. You know, this was actually yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. This we was, got this to work. With, yeah. Maybe we should start our own podcast about yeah, exactly. Doing this <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, we don't need Eric Zana. Sorry, Eric. We really love you and everything. We, we, we hope you, you feel better. Yeah, feel better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it for this episode of the Geek Explained Book Club, y'all. Tune in next week when we will be. Uh, I want to say we'll be covering the next volume of Invincible, which will be Volume Twenty Three. Correct. Yes. Yeah, uh, volume Twenty Three. Yeah. Twenty Four. 
Full House is what it's called. Yes. Full House. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah, have yeah. you have you read those issues already? I, I have. I have read those issues. Oh yeah. boy. And oh my gosh. Oh my. Oh my gosh. That was a lot. That There's was some really a lot. That was that was some freshness that I that was some minty freshness that I did not minty need. Freshness. Like who good. Um, I forgot he, how emotional the beginning is. Yeah, 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 yeah. The beginning is very, especially with the ending of the last volume. Yeah, the beginning of the next volume is incredibly emotional, but makes you feel a lot better about the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in it's, two pages, it makes you feel so much better about the situation. And that's it really does really comforting. <laughs> and and, and, it, and it, yeah, oh my gosh, it it really just escalates from there. From like how like you said, it it's definitely full house. It definitely feels like a. Uh, an episode of full house honestly because <laughs> like <laughs> what happens um but yeah it's a well hopefully yeah next week hopefully we'll be able to get back to this uh um if not we'll me and malcolm will probably find another so we'll probably talk about wolfman finally no, next week. <laughs> no there's other stuff we could do we don't have to talk about wolfman we mean like talk about the handbook of the invincible universe is that what we're gonna do yeah i guess yeah, i guess i guess you take about the lead the, and you can talk about that yeah talk about the script book or whatever that came out too <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're getting into the technical details of the invincible universe now at this point <laughs> but uh yeah i i guess uh I guess that's everything we got for everyone here on yeah. the Geeks Playing Book Club here. If you want to wrap this up, I, I don't know how to, yeah. I don't know how to end yeah. this. Um, <laughs> follow Geeks Explained on Twitter. You'll find announcements and all that jazz. Uh, listen to the most recent episode of the Geeks Explained podcast, regular, uh, where Eric is talking about. I'm sure he's talking about DC Fandom stuff. I'm sure there's some news about that. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to the new episode yet, but I'm sure. Uh, you know, talking about that that bat guy trailer and that, that fast man trailer. thingy, and yeah, and the, whatever the friggin' uh, CDC fan yeah, drone stuff, yeah, whatever, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, video drone, D- DC video drone, whatever, yeah, Thunderdome, yeah, Thunder 2021, yeah. I know that wasn't Thunderdome, but like that's the that's best. still Tina Turner, that's the best <laughs> Tina Turner song. <laughs> That, is, that song makes me tear up every What's time I hear it. What's love got to do? I've got to do I mean, with it. <laughs> a banger of a song. Yeah. But we don't need another hero. It's so good. It's yeah. so strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome to the Tina Turner fan. <laughs> I, I know. We're going to just like crunch uh, such a... <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. I got to go. Uh, okay. All so right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, until next time, this is Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Stay safe and uh, don't get ported over to alternate dimensions. That sucks. Stay science, dogs. Stay science, dogs.
my life.